It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey there, Bryce. And also, we have the Merman, who totally would have won the Hunger Games had he been allowed to participate. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) So, with the introductions out of the way... Let's rage on! I'm just thinking Murray would have probably won for the camouflage side. I would have cheated like crazy. Oh, fuck yeah. Kill those bitches. Motherfuckers. Get a bunch of grenades and blow them all up. Yeah. Stabbing and... Game over. Blowing up and camouflaging. Yeah. Love it. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing back to growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members. And all members that sign up will get a limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a terrible movie to watch. And guess what? We'll watch it. Shout out to our U.S. listeners again. They're totally killing the world with Film Rage downloads. We love you, U.S. And as we say in Canada, we stand on guard for thee. That's true. Movies are back at Canyon Meadow Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. Alright, let's dance. Yeah, we're gonna do some streaming. We're just streaming. We've been streaming. Been doing what? Streaming gym. And Marie got to not do some streaming. Or did you? We streaming. Nice. Alright, I believe we streamed one film. Oh, no. One magical film. (laughs) Which was a surprise to me. (laughs) We have a horse incident happening right now, people. You can't see this. Horsey go boom. So we streamed uh, VHS 94, which was on Shudder. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum. Dum, dum. There we go. Dum, dum. We'd get it right eventually. (laughs) So as I was saying, VHS 94 is a sort of relaunch of the VHS horror anthology series. My hope with this one is that it would erase the beyond disappointing memory of the last effort, VHS Viral. Uh, Yikes. 
I am somewhat content to say that this entry in the series gets back to its roots of the original two movies. Just like any horror anthology, you will get good and bad, but as long as, it was, as I was entertained at the, when the final credits roll, then it was a success. With this, we got a very good opener as we were, are introduced to the Rat Man. Cleverly shot and good special effects get this anthology off to a good start. We then get The Empty Wake, which uses atmosphere and sound to create an eerie and satisfying sort of ghost story. The subject is up next and is extremely violent and somewhat insane, as a mad scientist tries to create the perfect killing machine. The POV shot... The POV the POV shots in this segment are very effective. And finally, we get terror. This segment has some good old boys messing with vampire blood. Exploding bodies, buckets of blood, and mindless violence make for a very enjoyable experience. The segment, this segment in particular, should have been a feature-length film as it seemed a little rushed for the amount of potential it could have had in a longer format. As mentioned, this got back to the uh, first two in the series, in feel and in execution. It was a bloody good time. It was mad. And for a horror anthology, that's, that's not quite ba- good. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Mer? Uh, well, uh, I guess it helps now that I realize it was three different movies. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be related somehow, which is why I wasn't crazy about it. I'm like, what does this have to do with the other thing? I had no idea. You're like, wait, I'm missing something I thought it here. was all one movie. Apparently it wasn't. Um, yeah, the opening was okay with, with, with the Ratma. Uh, Ratma. That's what they call him, Ratma. No end. And the middle part, although sort of confusing, well, because it was in Japanese, uh, and didn't make a lot of sense, it was definitely the goriest of the three. And man, did the Robocop girl ever do her damage? Holy cow. She uh, done good. And the last one with the rednecks, I don't know. It was okay. Like, you, I th- think they just kind of threw it together. And then at the end, what they tied it all together with, like, this secret cult something or other nice i don't know it was a man <laughs> i it wasn't scary i can tell you that not scary at all it's a bloody good time it's a bloody it okay was bloody, time that's all it got a man. <laughs> well uh found footage stuff shot on vhs have we seen this before, Jim? I yeah, think I think twice. we have. Yeah, but not in a while. I know. Ratman was cool, but I really don't like found footage. I don't like it, Sam. I am. Yes, I remember. This was done but well. lots of practical effects and gore, some funny bits, some scary bits, some cool stuff is happening all through this. But God damn it, I fucking hate bad quality production values. And the film at times is really? so badly done, it's no. unwatchable at times. What? Plus, the sound wasn't great. It's supposed to be on VHS. I there. know. Exactly. Did you not notice that I said the production values were bad? From 1994. And, and it's found footage, of course. Yeah, it was unwatchable at times. You missed if, the point. If, anyway, no, 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 no. If they just made this a well produced film, Using better quality film techniques, this film could have possibly been a Mondo. And I know, Bryce. Why on earth would they and, do that? And it's I know to be on VHS. That's, that's why they're going for VHS 94. Yeah. I don't like that. 
I don't like terrible production values in movies. But I just it don't. can't be if it's not terrible production. Well, they values. could have called it Blu-ray '94. <laughs> no, DVD. they couldn't have because there was no they Blu-ray. In in they could have called it iPhone 11 '94. Sorry, maybe not 94. Maybe it's a future I, film. I I'm finding your review of this movie very disappointing. And, okay, well, actually, let me finish. I, I believe the cameras they used were actually super VHS. Yeah. Which is what which I used to Which made it then. even more super. I really liked this film. I liked a lot about it. All right. Uh, but I still could not get past the bad film quality. Why are you talking overall, about the point? Overall, it was a mess. It was a mess, but you're missing the no, the I'm not missing the point. The yes, I know that. I know that's what you they know meant what to do. You annoyed me? What? Is every now and then it went from VHS to... It, all, all of a sudden it was like widescreen. HD. Yes. So clear <laughs> it was like, I know. like, what the hell is that? That's, that's, what, that's what made it not Mondo for me. It yeah. needed to be VHS, bad sound quality the whole way through, and it would have been Mondo. But no, all of a sudden we get all of a sudden... We get production values in the middle of it, which wrecked it. We needed less production value, not more. You missed the point. No, I, I 100% got the point. I just don't like oh, that. I missed the point too, but that's because I wasn't looking for But it. wait a minute. You know what this means. Yeah. At <laughs> least we agreed on one thing. This movie is mad. It's mad. It's mad. Various, <laughs> we came to that levels. conclusion in different ways. <laughs> different levels of it. The important thing is we ended up in the same we, place. We all sort of liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was so pretty. It was okay. It was all right. All right. <laughs> okay, so we had a surprising event because we got to go and see The Exorcist in cinemas. And so I just thought we should bring it up because supposedly... Supposedly, this version was, you have never seen this version, version. Looked the same to That's me. That's what we were told. It was a little different. I'm going to say there was a few things in this that I had never seen. All right. And from my memory, I remember, I don't ever remember it opening on the house. I always remembered it opening in I Iraq. So that scene, I think, was maybe put yeah, in. Yeah, maybe. I'll have to go watch my other versions of this. No I have like three versions that I own of this. There's been a few. And the other thing was there was more scenes in the hospital with Reagan and less scenes. Um, like there was a there was some pea soup that was taken out at the end and there was more stuff put in of the hospital of Reagan. So it had a real different feel to this. And it was interesting because, Marie, this is the first time you got to see this film, right? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I but you never sat I saw through the, I saw the end, but no, I had never seen the beginning of it. And the first 15 minutes, I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with The Exorcist? <laughs> it's some guy doing, like, archaeological stuff in Iraq. And I'm like, did he discover the evil there? It just is a coincidence. It's like, it wasn't until they actually got back to America that it's like, oh, okay. Now I know this is the movie. I'm like, is the first 20 minutes? You I'm thought, like, are they the playing hell? the wrong movie here? That's what I kept thinking. Is this the right movie? <laughs> Except the house at the front maybe indicated that it might well, be. Well, I missed miss that part. <laughs> um, and yeah, unfortunately, uh, Jim and I had to leave before it was over to catch yes, our we second did. feature. Yes, but we did. Since we'd both seen it, we knew how it ended. But yeah. Oh, the ending's totally different now. No. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the same ending. It's well, because it was, it was such a big crowd. We got crowd, to the point where he got possessed. It was such so. a huge crowd to see this that they started the movie 15 minutes late. So yeah. 
that kind of pushed back our, the rest of our night, but it was still worth it. Yeah, they were letting everybody get popcorn before they started the movie. How dare right? they? Because they hey, needed to make money. Show up they early. Need, you know what? I'm all for it. Show up yeah, early. I'm, I'm normally your, all for it. In your pockets. I'm normally all for it. Except when I have plans. I had plans that went after. Especially in this day and age. Exactly. Yeah, we need to support our cinemas. So, you know, seeing this, this is the fourth time I've seen it in theaters. And it never gets old for me. I freaking love this movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yep. I was a little disappointed in myself, though. I went and I bought a large popcorn. Uh-oh. And, and I wanted a jumbo. I don't jumbo. know where this is going. I wanted going. a jumbo <gasps> popcorn. Yeah, that's not you. And I didn't, I just, for some reason, I just said large. And it, I didn't even think about it at the time. And then didn't he handed it to me. Jumbo there. And the disappointment on my face. I mean, he could see I was visibly disappointed. He should have given you a small just and to then subside I, I, you. But at that point, I felt kind of foolish. I was like, well, I can't really ask him to, like, dump this and give me a jumbo at this point. Should have just asked already, for a small, too. I've already paid for it. and. Mm. It could have gone away with it. I was, I was we're kind of we're kind of regulars I, I there. I felt so. Dumb. We're kind of like the house podcast. But the, there. here's the <laughs> thing, though. He should have known. He should have said, "Are you sure you don't want a jumbo?" And then the story, to which be, I would have said, the story would oh, have yeah. been a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, but instead, it. instead, I got to the bottom of the popcorn bag, and I really wanted more, and there was no more. That's too bad. And I wasn't gonna get up and get more popcorn because the movie was exactly. But you know what? The most important thing of this story is. Is that all three of us were there together to see The Exorcist. We experienced this as a joint effort. Yes. Our local art house cinema. That's right. The Globe. The Globe, thanks. The Globe. Thanks, boys and goyles. Yeah, so I know a lot of our friends on Twitter and Instagram are jealous that we got to see it in cinema. So I'm just going to say, next time, just fly out here. You can, If you're in Canada, exactly. just get here. And our border's open, so get here and watch the movies with us. Mm. Now, lamb. We got uh, to see uh, lamb. Okay, before we get into lamb, before we do, uh, yes, our, I think we should. If, if I don't know what you guys are gonna say about lamb, okay, but perhaps there should be a warning. I've I've intend to review this without spoiling stuff. Mm. I'm guessing that you guys are not. Well, we don't normally okay, do well, a lot of spoilers. I'm not going to give away the ending, but there are certain aspects well, you no, see in the, the trailer. The middle is... Okay, well, let's just review it. We'll do our like, people, most of our reviews don't have a lot of spoilers. Let's face mm-hmm. it. We don't want to give too many details away. We... To be quite I honest, we I talk- didn't see anything in the. I, I'm trying to think of the trailer. Yeah, was the, there, well, the, the what trailer, is the trailer? Or, or else the description no, on IMDb because, or something. Because the reveal of a certain something happens. Th- it's done beautifully, and I would have hated if I knew going in. Yes, yes, was it was a good surprise. Kind of, but you kind of know movie, it's ha- coming. You know something like it's coming, but you don't know what it is. So let's just talk, Murray. He's basically begging you not, not to reveal. Was. Okay. Because it's one of those movies that, yeah, well, it's if you go into this not knowing stuff, uh, it's better. Okay, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not? In my opinion, it's not a true horror film, which is what oh. I thought it yeah. was. Yeah. It was horrifying. I thought it was going thought it to was be happy. with the title oh. Lamb and the trailer that I saw with, with the sheep with their glowing eyes. I thought that meant there were going to be evil sheep that were, like, killing and eating They were people. evil sheep. That would have been terrible. That's what I thought it was going to be. 
So I can tell you. It was so then not you must have been. That. Then you must have been pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I was surprised. I didn't know what the pleasant part. Was. <laughs> well, let's hear. Uh, let's hear. Mary. I love the scenery. Iceland is beautiful. Uh, and Isn't if, you, it? if you like farming, you'll like this movie because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of slow scenes with them on tractors and in I the know. barn and so feeding good. their. Hey, wait your turn. Yeah, the, yeah the, the life of a, of a farmer in Iceland is not exactly that exciting. Yeah, the, 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 oh yeah so good. And they, they only mix it up when they're watching handball on TV, apparently, which is like their national sport or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it wasn't quite where I thought it was going to go. I mean, the end was definitely worth it. And the surprise reveal, as you said, yeah, shocked the crap out of me. Yeah. I didn't see it coming at all. I wasn't what I thought was going to happen at all. Um, but yeah, that's all I'll say about it. I can't give it a Mondo. What? It's just a, it's a high man, but yeah, because of... It's not your type of movie. No, it, I was expecting some kind of horror thriller, yeah. and there wasn't a lot of it. This but, isn't a Murray movie. I mean, we knew was, going was, in this, it was still, Murray it was wasn't still good. This. All right. All right. So let me take the baton. So first... Iceland gave us the sugar cubes. Mm. Then they gave us an evolved, weirder, and more wonderful Bjork. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and now Iceland has gifted us the fantastically weird, creative, and wonderful lamb. Uh, Every shot was an experience in blissful cinematography and pacing. The only thing I knew for sure as this film unfolded was there would be some kind of surprise. And I actually put different words in here, but I'm saving Bryce's mental state by not saying the words I'm going to say. I just say. don't want to wreck it. Based on the scene when they actually do their birthing scenes, you know something's coming, but you don't know what. That's all I'm going to say there. Mm. This film gave me almost two solid hours of surprises in a world of wonder and splendor I have not enjoyed since the likes of Pan's Labyrinth. Every person, animal, creature in this film had so much personality and for the first 25 minutes of this film, the most dialogue was by a sheep, a dog, and a cat. This film is a fairy tale only a creative mind from the northern country of Iceland can deliver on. Mama Sheep was pissed. That's right. Yeah. Iceland, thank you for the sugar cubes. Thank you for Bjork. Thank you for giving us this vision of brilliance and Mondo called Lamb. There, I didn't spoil anything. No, you didn't. That I wanted to say to you now. I wanted to say it, something. Yes. But I didn't say it because Bryce begged us not to. So Lamb is a story of family and loss. It follows an Icelandic couple as they go about their daily lives as farmers. They tend to the livestock in the fields, but there seems to be a shared misery between them. Yes, there does. That adds to the coldness of the environment. The extended scenes involving the sheep of um with their flock was quite mesmerizing. They also showed some of them actually giving birth with the help of lead actor yes. Numi Rapace. I know, right? Which I was not aware this was on her special skills uh, part of her resume. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't realize that she was well, able to do and, this. And to it's G Iceland. And to Jim's point, she's actually Swedish, but she speaks Icelandic. Ah. That's right. And 
And She's I mean, awesome. if you're from Iceland or Sweden, you can pretty much give you can help birth animals. I exactly. Mean, is that it's happening part, everywhere. As I say, I wasn't aware this was on the special skills part of a resume, but apparently now you know. That's probably right at the top. It brilliantly it I can't talk today. I apologize. It brilliantly reveals everything it needs to in a methodical pace with breathtaking cinematography and a brilliant performance from its cast. The way it takes its time in the build up to the big reveal that undoubtedly will have you uttering to yourself, what the fu... Well, you know. This is an original experience and an enjoyable one at that. Lamb for its pace feel and originality was mondo yeah this is this has got to be one of the most original films i've seen in a very very long time i'll give you that so let's go from original film to something that's completely unoriginal gotta use the new button what But it was only two mondos in a man you can't use the mondo button you're abusing your you're abusing your power that's what i do okay uh, listeners, we will be spanking Murray without the proper spanking battle this afternoon. He will be getting the one that gives a little bit less pleasure. Hey, guess what's not going to get three Mondos? <laughs> I Our can, next one. I Absolutely. can 100% guess that one. And that was, which, you know, this is mind bending to me. We got to see No Time to Die. What? Weren't we supposed to see this like two years ago? Yes, two solid years ago. And this is a James Bond movie-ish. So, No Time to Die. Mm. First off, you never see CLFs in a Bond film. And now we know why. There was lots of great Bond action sequences, most of which we'd already seen in the 500 trailers that we have seen in this film I felt like for I the last saw two the years. Because I've seen so many trailers that you piece them together, you pretty much got the movie. Yeah. And it's like nine hours long. It's 192 hours long. So nothing <laughs> was surprising when we actually got to see this movie. But um, story. Was there one? Huh. What was the story again? I don't know. No. Bad that... guy wants to take over the world? The story was no. Ram Malik a one-note actor hmm, that this... can't have any range whatsoever. That's, a, That's the, the story, story I saw. The story. Hmm. Um, yeah, so this was this film was all over the place. Remy Malik's character was like, huh? Um, Remy Malik in What general. was the purpose of him again? I, I, I can't... Now, what is the purpose what, of Remy Malik exactly? Well, yeah, but more importantly, what was his importance in this movie? This this film was literally all over the place. People have to stop casting this guy. Yeah, it it did have a bit of a throwback, in my opinion, to early Bond films, kind of like The Man with the Golden Gun. It had a little bit of a feel to that. But the ending in this um, had just a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense, including Remy letting the CLF go. Like, it was just so random. Everything that happened just seemed so random. It was like, that would never happen. The fact... Um, that as he, he shows up at the end again, to that didn't make sense. The, I don't even know what the purpose of this movie was. Mm. I don't. I don't get it. Wow. Um, the purpose is obvious at the end. I mean, it was to get to one thing that happened. Yeah, but I mean, you think you'd, he, ha- you he, think you'd have a better build up to he, that? There was. Yeah, it was <laughs> like the, this film had a lot of annoying confusion about nothing. Just like my ranting about. Remy Malik could go on for hours. This film had a lot of annoying, a lot of 
I don't even know what to say. Um, and all that, like, of all the Daniel Craig films, this is the absolute worst of the of the selection. Mm. Like, um, is almost like the later Pierce Brosnan ones, you know, where he and the scripts kind of were just dialed in. I like the whole concept of what this virus was. That was kind of cool, but just not this version of it. This gets a nostalgic for old Bond only and hoping we get a black female Jane Bond as the new 007. Oh God, please, just no more. I no looked more. at my watch seven times in this film. Yeah. I absolutely love Daniel Craig, but this film was a rage for me. I did not like it. Mm. James Bond started with a car chase and went downhill from there. Lots of noise, lots of silly action sequences, lots of explosions and improbable escapes that litter pretty much every Bond flick are all here. Daniel Craig as Bond is as good as he can be with this overexposed character that's tread wore off about 27 movies ago. Rami Malek is starting to just irritate me more and more with his trademark awkward delivery of every line he utters. I dozed off at one point in this, which is shocking as the absolute sonic onslaught of explosions and shrieking tires should have been able to keep me awake. Yeah, it should have. As you can see, I am not a fan of the franchise and this entry was the same as the rest. This was a rage. It sucked. I, 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 why are we making these films anymore? I don't get it. They just—they're not good. They haven't been good in a while. I don't know why. I don't know why you. Yeah, I think nostalgia takes over every time you watch one. I am absolutely thrilled that you finally saw it for what it was this time. Yeah, you know, well, I, I've loved Craig's Bond. I like—I like kind of the direction it Craig was going. Craig is fine. And 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 they—they they changed the whole feel of what Bond was. But this one. This one just, it, it was so off in so many ways. The, um, it was like, it, it couldn't find what it was doing. It didn't have the Bond feel, but it was trying to go in a different direction and nothing made sense. Like Remy Malek's character from the beginning and where he, first off, the fact that he saved the person at the beginning makes no sense. No. And then her character made no sense. No. And then um, Bond's character through the story made no sense. And then it's like, as a villain, we should have said, seen Remy Malik probably two or three times. I think he was only in it twice in the whole movie, which yeah. I know was making you happy. Uh, but yeah. it, it was less Remy Malik, the better. But but what was so annoying about it is we had no reason. Like every time you have like a, a villain in a spy movie, you know what their purpose is. Like the, we didn't know that. But Tommy got to the end, it was kind of like, okay, so so he has this virus thing that he's doing stuff with. And like, but but what is he doing with it? Oh no, nothing. He's just he's just having it so he can use it whenever he wants to. I'm like care. that made no. But that was no. Like that was no. Like usually it's like we I gotta stop. We gotta save the world. No, yeah. no. We just have to stop him from potentially having this to use some other time down the future. Yeah. And he had a perfectly good way to go and leave. He could have got. He was sitting in his boat ready to go. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? Like you're just go, go kill the planet, do whatever, do whatever your purpose is, which I have no clue what it is. Yeah. And then he decides to come back because he needs to teach Bond a lesson. I I'm just like by the time that happened I was like what is going what is absolutely going on? I have no clue. This movie was so infuriating. Although I did like 
the beginning action sequences. But the first 20 minutes I did like. I hated the first 20 minutes. I know, but that's not what things that you like. I like that part. It was loud. It was good. That part was good. It was too loud. Murray, you would have liked the first 20 minutes. The first huh. 20 minutes sucked. And then it just kept going down. Yeah, just, like, the other, like the other Craig movie that I watched, like the first half hour, and then it kind of went to hell. Nah. Wah, wah. Well, well, no, wait, seriously, Rami Malek. Is, is it just me, or does this guy like have one note? He can't. He can't do anything but just have awkward delivery of lines. I kind of like him sometimes. Why? He's, I don't know. He does the exact do. same thing in every role. He's got the exact same cadence in every role. He can't. The guy can't act. He's just being Rami Malek. So you're basically saying he's um, he's like the Ryan Reynolds of of dramatic acting. Hey now. <laughs> Not what I'm saying at all, Jim. But you're kind of saying that. No, not really. I, I believe that uh, Ryan Reynolds has some... Uh, well, I don't believe you. I know the guy has some potential. I know that he could he can, he could act in a whole bunch of different things. I'm not convinced Rami Malek can do anything but just be awkward. Is there... what? He must have something that he's done that you've liked. Well, Rami Malek? He did a lot of TV. Yeah. I'm sure... Um, wow. I don't like... As I say, early on, his weird cadence and his awkwardness was fine but now that we're in like year 10 of it or whatever it's not anymore because it's the same thing over and over again i'm yeah I'm gee isn't he in that mr robot thing that yes. was where he won a lot of awards him yeah. and christian Slater. and he was the exact yeah. same and before that was he? the first yes. role i ever saw him he in, can't do anything else yeah he, he played a really awkward um serial, serial killer in the tv show alcatraz hmm uh, that basically and went, he's got the he, same cadence. It was just, kind of the same character, yeah. Huh. Just, I don't know. You can't do it. Well, that movie where he plays the cop. Uh, wow. Yeah, that one. I know you hated yeah. that one. I know, but once again, I didn't he's mind the him same. In that. Yeah, but he was terrible again. <laughs> you know, he was also in Doolittle. Just, just saying. <laughs> is, is that the Robert Downey Jr. one? Yeah, it was. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's time to move on. All right. No time to die is a. It's a rage. I don't know why you're nice. hitting that. Well, it was a double rage. Got, yeah, a double, oh, yeah. Double rage. Yeah, wake up I, and smell the coffee. Uh, oh, yeah. All uh, I'm going to say is... Murray, I know exactly why you're hitting that. And you, Daniel Craig, not Bond. No, he's the All best. All I'm, I'm going to say. Okay. He may be the best He's the best Bond, No, actually. he is not. Which, which, unfortunately, the movies still suck because Bond sucks. But you know what? It's perfect timing. It is. Is it? Hang on, I'm a little slow today. Rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Sweet, sweet rage taking over my soul. My Zen master of rage has influenced my mind to absorb this rage. So, we still aren't getting enough consistent good movies out there. And I just want to know why we haven't seen The French Dispatch yet. That's really my rage this week. I can't, can't wait another month. We're now in a month of October. And The French Dispatch was supposed to come out last November. We could just as easily have seen this in the summer. Or instead of watching, should, should should only be another week, Jim. No time to die. I can't wait a week, Bryce. I'm just saying, it's October twenty second. I know. I can't wait that long. Just, if think of that, we could have seen Lamb, 
and French Dispatch in the same week. That would have been nice. but Exactly. Then, but you know what? Life doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. This is my rage. I want my life to work that way. I want the good movies to come out. Well, yeah, well, they're not all good movies, though. Do you want all the good movies now and then just watch a bunch of crap next week? I don't understand. Well, it feels like the entire summer was all bad movies, it was, so. It, it wasn't a stellar summer. <laughs> it was an awful summer. It was pretty bad. Even but the stuff that I thought would be good wasn't so good. At least it was in theaters. But then every now and then we got a lamb, so, you It's know. true, we did. And we got, we got, um... Sif, which was pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, Sif was really good this year. It really was. Yeah, that's my rage. Passing the baton. All right. All right, my rage is rather predictable this week. No more Bond movies, please. I realize they may reboot the series with a new 007. I'm begging you right now. Please do not. The franchise has been stale for decades, and a reboot will be ultimately disappointing, I am sure. No more Bond. That is my rage. I know you really want a female... 007. I do. Which, I want a black we, female which we 007. Which already got. Yeah. Now I want to see her alone in a movie that's actually good. Yeah, well, if it's... Uh, I don't want Felix Leiter back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I miss Felix already. I just don't want any more Bond. I'm just... I'm done. You hated all of the Craig films? I just... I didn't like any of them. I didn't hate them all. They were just kind of meh. They were just all meh. Okay. And this one was just especially annoying, but... I would say I don't even know. I don't even know which one's which anymore. They're all the same freaking movie for the last. It, two it decades. is. It is kind of. You know what? Um, I have to agree with the sense that just like Star Wars or just like um, it, the I, other franchises, like the Marvel films. I think around a it's view like, to a kill is where it really started to take a turn for me, and then well, it's, it is. It, it is literally. Never, was just, it's the same model, right? It's like mm-hmm. Bond has sex with people. He may light a cigarette. Maybe he doesn't. He has some martinis. Then he goes and plays a game with somebody at a poker table. And then they have a fight or a few fights. There's some car chases, some boat chases, some plane chases, some outer space chases. And then and then he has to defeat the bad guy to save the planet. And then, and for then it for some ends. reason, you want more of this, but with a female bond. I don't understand. Yeah, because I want to see her kick ass and punch dicks. Yeah, and maybe, terrible. maybe, just maybe, maybe they'll make a better script. Maybe. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying maybe. Uh huh. No more bond. All right then. <laughs> Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. What's going on, everyone? This is your girl Julene, host of It Goes Down in the PM. We talk about everything from work, motherhood, local celebrities to comic books. Tune in every Friday at 1 o'clock to find out what really goes down in the PM. That's one of our members that is of true. the podcast family. That is true. Jolene, we love you. You're awesome. Everybody should listen to her podcast. Yes. It's pretty damn fine. Right, she has well, a birthday shout out every day. Too, really? Every podcast, <laughs> yeah. I don't have much going on this week. Uh, I figured... 
This week we were treated to a treasure from Iceland, lamb. Nice. Well, let's face it, animals can be scary. True. So Merman presents some of the scariest horror films about animals attacking. Nice. Okay. Stop, like we have The Birds. Oh, the Birds, the birds so, good. so good. It's a tense, menacing atmosphere and unexplained attacks from flocks of vibrate birds that'll give you a new perspective on the pigeons you see daily on your way to work. That's true. This or in our case, the what are they called? Those magpies that we see yeah. everywhere. This film is the reason I'm freaked out by flying creatures. Nice. That and the bat that attacked me when I was a kid. <laughs> but nice. I have therapy for that. Was it a vampire bat? Did no, it suck your blood? No, a regular bat. Is that why you like vampires In the so daytime. Much? No. Okay. If, if that was true, I'd be Batman. That's true. Next up, we have Jaws. Nice. Panic ensues at the beach after a shark... The shark claims its first victims in this ocean drama. This thriller actually took a huge dunk at the box office and has left its, left its bite mark on pop culture. Yeah, this was the actual, I think, the first summer blockbuster. Yeah, it really was, yeah. before Star Wars or anything else. Sharks were not really seen as friendly animals before that, but after, basically, it was all out war on them. <clears throat> Next up, we have The Fly. Oh, Jeff Goldblum's character is in the teleportation pod lead to his tragic fate. Directed by an um, undoubted director, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, while horror movies usually rely on scary animals with lots of teeth and claws, all the terrible events of the fly happen because of one single ordinary insect. There's a case where the remake was way better than the original. Hmm. Was, he, was the original yeah. Jeff Goldblum? No. No. Jeff Goldblum is the original. There's the old black and white oh, no, one I where mean, the guys. Sorry, not, I mean, Jeff Goldblum's is the remake, remake yeah. but the, directed by Cronenberg. But it's it's the one where it has the giant fly head as the guy. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. not great. It was silly. Next up, we have it was the, bomb. One of Jim's favorite, the thing. Yes, the it, original. Uh, oh, yeah, I like John all of Carpenter. them. Yeah. I like all of them. I, uh, Everything. I actually is. really like the original where yeah. they set him on fire and he's and like the big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Who knew it was but a dog? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was originally a dog. We don't actually get to see what it was originally. Well, that's what they claim it is anyway. I mean, it started with a dog. Yeah, that's what yes. I mean. But don't, it wasn't don't a dog. Don't kill that dog, you. The Norwegians. Norwegian. And do- hey, Norwegians dog dogs. What's that? Why do Norwegians hate dogs? They, yeah, they dogs. don't. Exactly. They're trying to kill an alien. That's Stop, right. We have Lake Placid. Oh! 1999. Gators. 30-foot saltwater crocodile is somehow able to survive in a freshwater lake. It's poopy. <laughs> it's so believable. <laughs> Terrorizes local residents who form a posse to attract and subdue the, the prehistoric beast. Is that the one with mm-hmm. Betty White? owned by Betty White. I think, White. yeah, <laughs> it is. Right. That is. It's Betty White, She has baby. the best lines in the movie. Yep. Next up, we have... Eight-legged freaks. Nice. Or arachnophobia, which one we prefer. Uh, Over-the-top performances and uneven special effects are part of this B-movie's charm. Spiders, really, really big spiders. Really, really big spiders. And finally, we have Pet Cemetery. Mm. Whichever version you prefer. I don't prefer either. Zombie cats, zombie cats, zombie cats. Yeah, the remake sucked. And I have a special treat. I like the first one, though. It's okay. Uh, honorable Fred mention. Fred Gwynn, man. Fred Gwynn. Fred love Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Honorable mention goes to Black Sheep from 2006. Nice. Uh, New Zealand film. 
Oh, which yeah. I unfortunately haven't seen, but the trailer is hilarious. Yep. Carnivorous sheep show no mercy and make a meal out of everyone. See, that's what you thought. That's Lamb the was movie gonna I was going to go see. <laughs> Basically, the protagonist comes back to his childhood farm to sell it, and his brother Angus has been doing some secret, unorthodox experiments on sheep. And a bite from them could transform a man into an aggressive half-sheep creature. Nice. Mm. Then you got environmentalists showing up, and they accidentally set a mutant lamb loose, and then the violence and it just ensues. It just ensues. Unfortunately, thanks to David Spade and the late Chris Farley, good luck finding a copy of this. <laughs> I'm gonna keep looking though. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh yeah, that, that was, was the black sheep too, wasn't it? But you missed um, Anaconda. Yes. <laughs> I think I was I, on the list. I Why did not Anaconda make the list? I don't know. I Which, don't know who, who got eaten by the Anaconda and then spit back up? Was it Ice Tea or Ice Cube? It was one of the Ices. I it was, uh, what's his, the other one? But wait, didn't, didn't they have a Lake Placid versus Anaconda movie? Like it was another know. team up? If they didn't, though. They, they should. certainly should. And they should bring both Ices back. Yes. <laughs> sure. Bring Vanilla Ice in, too. Yeah, the, every Ice that's ever been you there. Rob. Oh, people, we had uh, a fantastic mesmerize off, thanks to Bracey, because he thought of something that only had two. This should be real simple, people. Real, real simple. Because in my opinion, there was on, there can be only one in this Remind one. Remind us again. We got to see the movie Nick of Time. Right, Nick of Time. It's Johnny Depp versus Christopher Walken. All right. Everybody's making their notes. <coughs> this was such an easy one for me. I if anybody has a different thing than what I've written down here, yeah. I'm going to say you're no, mentally there's, ill. There's someone that's gone. Yeah. There's, there's no somebody way. that is absolutely gone. One, two, three. Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. There we go. Walken, Walken, Walken. We're walking. We, this here. is our first. But you have on the other side, you got the other one. Well, I have J.K. Simmons on that no, one, on but he wasn't. You got Johnny Depp on the other one. No, that's a different movie. <laughs> oh, okay, then. That was We're last week. We're walking here. We're walking We're here. Walking here. Depp was like, he. Yeah. Uh, why he did this movie? It was th this. This movie alone is the reason why Johnny Depp has to be removed because he is. He was so not mesmerizing in this whole movie. No. I had a feeling either he was a stone. Charles Charles B. S. Dutton was mesmerizing. Yes, he was. He was very mesmerizing. I really I, like him. He's I'm a good picking up what actor. you're putting down there. He's a good character actor. I would I would agree. So, Johnny Depp is now removed, which makes your challenge for next week. Do you want to keep Chrissy yeah. on the list? Are we going to try and take him? Sure. I don't. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. Hey, Christopher Walken's up to the challenge. He'll he'll okay. take on all comers. <laughs> Let us have it then. Okay. <coughs> this is a movie where we get a mesmerized off. It's a three-way dance between Christopher Walken, William H. Macy. What? And Morgan Freeman. And the movie's name is Maiden Heist. Oh. Are we going to be able to find this? Ma Maiden, we are going to be able to find it quite easily. And okay. it is awful. Maiden or Maiden? <laughs> when was the last time you've seen this, by the way? When, Sorry. It, when it was in the theaters. <clears throat> Christopher Walken. And it was awful. William H. Macy and Morgan Freeman. Yes. Oh, I think it's only from about like seven or eight years ago, I think. 
Wow. This sounds terrible. Oh, it's god awful. It's called Maiden? Maiden Heist. Like as in Iron Maiden? Yeah. Heist as in in heist movie? One of my least favorite genres. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't wait to... Can this not be our dip for this week? Nope. The the cat is out of the bag. It's not the dare for this week. That's the worst part. We're going to have to watch this and And something. (laughs) You know, there's a reason why we call this podcast Film Rage. Yes. Because we're going to be raging a lot after this week. I can tell you that. Uh, Okay, I'm kind of excited. Maiden Heist. Yes. Now, is is there music in this by Iron Maiden? No. But if you want to, you can play a little Iron Maiden in the background. As we're watching it. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm already digging Run this. Run to the hills. Run for your life. All right. I've got uh, the feels. I've got the feels. All right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Was there anybody? I want to get two people on the uh, mesmerized list so at a future date I can uh, force us to watch Knock this movie. <laughs> So we can try and knock them off in the future. So, okay, so in so, the future, they're going to go head-to-head if I can get them both on, which I may or may not be able okay, to. Okay, let's have it. I am I think they're both very mesmerizing. The first one, I think, is a slam dunk. The second one, maybe not a slam dunk to, to everybody. But the yes. first one is an absolute slam dunk. Gregory Peck is mesmerizing. Oh, my God, yes. Well, not like he's making any more movies. No, but still... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I would I would say okay, right. sure. Gregory Peck's you yeah, know it's like a, three things he's been in, but okay. Doesn't right. matter, he was mesmerizing in every single one. That's true. And wait, I have to make sure I remember that he is so I can put him on. Yes. Okay. And how about someone from the same era? Mm. Robert Mitchum. Mm. Yeah, I can go with that. I thought this one might be the dicey one. Yeah, probably I'm not. He didn't like him too much in the Christmas <clears throat> movie he was in, though. I'm not a big fan. I no. Fair I'm enough. Have to. And I understand that. that one, which is too bad because I was I wanted to watch Cape Fear again, the original. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a well, lot of films that Gregory Peck's been in. Up. I've only put them up for for mesmerizing. But you know what I, we I haven't? Really want to watch Cape Fear again. But you know what we haven't seen in a long time, that I'm sure we could still get. Um, what? <laughs> could we not watch? Because uh, I think Lawrence Olivier uh-huh. is mesmerizing, yeah. and then we get to watch the boys from Brazil. If we're really stretching it. <laughs> um, but then also Steve Gutenberg is in the point. Did you Gutenberg know he's in, in that movie? Gutenberg is in that? Yes, he is. He's in this movie. How is that even possible? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So we're adding Gregory Peck. We're not adding Steve Gutenberg. No. <laughs> Come on. I love Police Academy. <clears throat> okay, here, here's okay. <laughs> I just for some reason now I really want to watch a Gregory Peck movie. I want to, I want to watch the Boys from Brazil. Boys from Brazil. So but, can we add Lawrence Olivier? Is that but, a given? Uh, here, I mean, come on. Here's the. <laughs> do we have Robert Duvall on the mesmerizing list? I don't think we do. No. 
Oh, it's too bad. Why? Because he was Boo Radlian to kill a mockingbird. Oh, he basically right. does he nothing. <laughs> yeah, but he would get him. punted instantly. But then I can watch To Kill a Mockingbird again. <laughs> you know what? Here's something. You can just watch these. <laughs> I know, but it doesn't seem like I got time to watch anything but the stuff we got. You know, it's so true. I almost feel like. Uh, well, I think that's enough for the list this uh, week. Robert Duvall is on our Mesmerist list. Ah, there you go. But I'm not going to do okay, that. Okay, so we got, we're going to be watching. I, that yeah, other terrible movie that you said. So I should save my other mesmerizer because I am just yeah. Shocked we just we're adding on Gregory Peck and we're taking off Johnny Depp. All right, right. one on, one off. That's right. We don't. This, this is, isn't going in the direction this list we is want. Never to. going that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We're trying to be eliminate, and we just we just were even Steven there. Well, now that we're going back to the fifties and sixties, this could be a terrible because there's a lot of good actors in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, we covered most of them, though. We actually did a. Quite, we got quite a few. We didn't add Lawrence Olivier yet, but no, there's some, there's some <laughs> Lawrence Olivier. There's another like there's completely like, obvious one. That there's all kinds of actors in the forties too. About. There's like yeah, like Cary Grant and yeah, Bogart and all these other Bogart. actors. Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. If anybody should be on the list, it's right. Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. But we're going back no, to I'm like an era before most of our listeners are actually been alive. Yeah, they're so. like what Catherine yeah, Hepburn. Who's that? What's African yeah, Queen? Exactly. Only the best movie ever. It is pretty good. It's made very, it's very, in a boat. Very All right. good. So you didn't want to add anyone to our no? There's two now. Doubted we've got lists. Too many. Uh, oh, do you have someone you, have you want doubted? to doubt? You have a doubt? Well, I thought you might have a doubted. Is, uh, is Steve no, Gutenberg no. on our doubt? You didn't want to throw Rami Malek on there? <laughs> oh, no, he Rami, can't. You he can't. Be. Away. He's no, yeah. I, uh, why, why can't you put him on there? Well, because there's he's got two Maz back to back, which takes him off the doubted. Yeah. Oh. I can, I can put him on the repul. I can but, try but to put him on the Didn't you guys rage list, about, about the Bond movie? Yeah, yeah, but but he. So the doubted and undoubted has to be. They have to Blast be rage, eight. rage, rage. And if there's a double mad, they come off. Or if there's a Mondo, they oh. come off. And yeah. for for undoubted, it's the opposite way. No, it was just one it's rage. It's Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. Mondo. Eh, whatever. No, one, one on rage the undoubted, gets you off, off the undoubted. And one Mondo gets you off the doubted, which right. is why, thanks to Bryce. Tiffany Haddish is off our doubted list. <laughs> I like to. Don't worry, I'm sure she will find a way to get it back on there. Nope. She Bryce is, is in will. love with her now. She's oh, never coming off. She, she, she can't stop making crappy comedies. So but it's you know happen. what? She's not. She's her she future, is branching out. Her oh, no, future is being dramatic. Yeah. Just look at like Jim Carrey. It's like he started with like the mask and Ace Venture, and then he went to like that Andy Kaufman thing. And then now he's back to doing crap again. He did like kick Sonic. Ass. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, what was he doing in Sonic? He actually was on a pretty good run there. And then exactly. like Sonic. What, so you why? never know, right? Why? I don't know. He's dr- doing too much art why? in his there's, basement. There's what? still hope for Tiffany Haddish. There's anyway. yeah. There's still hope for Murray and I, but <laughs> right. not for Brace. Alrighty. Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim pulled from the Dare bag the sequel to Jim Carrey's masterpiece when he pulled Son of the Masterpiece. This week. The boys must come back to Uncle Murray's creepy closet of torturous goodies to save their fate. Check in with Jim and see if Son of the Mash should have been aborted or was a successful delivery by the stork. Okay. Mm. So, Son of the Mask <clears throat> was $9.99 <clears throat> plus tax. Nice. Equals $9 too much. $10 and 49 cents. I am already happy. So yeah, I didn't watch it because it was over our allowed budget. I'm sorry. No, no, tax I, doesn't I count. Didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want, 
I didn't want to watch this. So because it was 49 cents over, no, I chose tax, not to watch doesn't it. doesn't count. Okay, I did. I, I actually sacrificed my own 49 cents. Well, it's my own 10.49. Yes. So I did watch it. But now, even better, I own the mask on a format I will never, ever use again. Who knew Microsoft sells movies? And the only people that would sell me this movie is Microsoft. Get on you, Microsoft. Yeah. Now, what a surprise. The first five minutes of this movie was all Ben Stein all the time. So So I was expecting the next hour and 30 minutes would be exactly the same. Oh, bonus. To my surprise, what? it was not. It wasn't all Ben Stein? It wasn't. It was what were It was thinking? five minutes of him and then Jamie Kennedy no, we want for more. as long as the eyes could take. We want more Ben Stein. No, exa- that's exactly what I was saying. Uh, yeah, this story was extremely stupid. Obviously written for either extremely stoned or extremely under seven years old people. The whole time I was thinking, remember that time at the beginning of the movie when Ben Stein was in it? The oh, first yeah, five minutes? Good. Good. It was so good. <laughs> I wish it was I wish it was Ben Stein for a whole movie, but it was only five minutes. Uh. And just when I thought it could not get any worse, Kumar, aka Cal Penn shows up hey. for two minutes. And then, yeah, it went right back to Jamie Kennedy awful stuff. Oh, no. Then stuff happened, just like in The Mask happened, only not Jim Carrey, Uh for like the rest of the movie, except for the sprinkling moments of Kumar, Bob Hoskins, Stephen Wright, and a cute dog. Stephen Wright's awesome. Isn't he? I know. I love Stephen Uh, Wright. Oh, yeah. And the music was completely awful. Mm. I mean, part of what made the mask so great was, was the music. How was the kid? Uh, yeah, I'm coming to that. Okay. <laughs> Where this just kept making this worse was the music. Mm. It was awful. That's what I hear. I know. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, okay, this movie's already bad enough. Could you not have put any money into putting in some music that was even okay? Give me something. Plus, there was so much CGI crap, including every bit redone that Jim Carrey did with his dog. Wait, did I mention that already? You did. Because, yeah, I'm mentioning it again because it was basically the same movie, but not with Jim Carrey. Yeah, and it wasn't even nearly as funny. Hmm. Yeah, because guess why? It's a sequel. Uh. And did I mention... There was a CLF. <laughs> you didn't. I, yeah. Well, I'm mentioning it sun? now. Is that and the he sun? Re- yeah, it's the son of the mask. Oh. And he reenacts the frog song from WB. You know, hello, my baby. Hello, oh, my honey. Hello, funny. my ragtime girl. That was funny, Show right? me a kiss by one. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, then you lose me. Then I'll be left alone. So baby, come on. And he keeps doing it a lot. Huh, that sounds good. This could have been monumentally bad. Oh, I hear a but. But Ben Stein for five minutes and nice. Cal Penn. Yes. Ben Stein. Yep. And Cal Penn. Both excellent. I love those guys. Ben Stein. Yeah. And Cal Penn. Yeah. And Ben Stein. Yeah. And Cal Penn. Got it. Yeah. 
So, no, it's still a rage. But thank God for them. Plus, I just don't get it. The mask is Loki. Mm-hmm. But then Loki shows up looking for the mask. Mm-hmm. But then when you wear the mask, you're Loki. Mm-hmm. But Loki is a separate person looking for the mask. Mm-hmm. But then people wear the mask and then they're Loki. So Loki's are there and they're being the mask. And then the son of the mask, which is Loki's son, which isn't because it's the mask son. And I was just like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Not either. What does Loki have to do with this movie? That It's exactly. And, oh, Ben... Um, Bob Hoskins yeah. was, uh, who's Thor's dad again? Odin? Yeah, him. He was Odin in this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. This was a rage. It was awful. Okay, well, the fact that they that they made fun of Odin and Loki makes me want to hate this movie already. Well, so you should, Murray, because it was awful. There you go. And they didn't really make fun of it. It's just, it's from that Lord. I guess the mask. I guess I haven't seen the first one for is a long time. Is that what the first one was about? I yeah, yeah, the mask is Loki. Mask. It's it's from Loki. Oh. So, yeah. But it was it was really, really, sure, really, right. really bad. Except I'm glad I didn't have Ben Stein. Yeah. And, and Cal, Cal Penn. Penn. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. The Tom almost made it No. Uh, a Mondo if it was a short. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> cut out, cut out the so other. It was ten minutes long. Other eighty-seven minutes. Yeah, if it was ten minutes of just those two in a movie together, mm. and why has that not happened? That's I'm changing question. my rage Cal from Penn earlier. Why is Ben Stein and Cal Penn not making movies together right now? It could be like Ben and Kumar. Where is Ben Stein? I don't know. He's not dead. No. Oh, no, he's not no. dead. I want to. I want to see Ben Stein in more things. I want to see Ben Stein. Maybe this this movie though crea- killed his his uh, career though. Ben Stein should have been in the Rami Malek character in, in the 007, <laughs> 007 movie. Ben Stein should just be in every Everything. single. Ben Stein would be an awesome Bond villain. He'd be the he'd be a good Bond too. Actually, uh, he would be a good Bond. Okay, so he's in a short called Animal Sanctuary. Oh my God! Yes. A re- guess what I'm watching this weekend? What's that? The Last Sharknado. It's about time because Ben Stein is in it. Oh no! Is it just coming out or has it been out? Already? No, no, it's 2018. Oh. I will. Been out for I while. will be watching. Sorry, it's the last. The Last Sharknado. The last Sharknado. It's about time. It's about time, and it's got Ben Stein. Yes, it does. From huh. 2018. Nine zero. I can't say that you haven't piqued my interest, Jim. Exactly right. It's Halloween. We should be watching more shark Let's movies. Let's watch Sharknado. Exactly. No, not all of them. Just that one. Just the last that one. one. Just the Ben Stein one. All right. All right. Well, you know what? <clears throat> we have to pick from Murray's delicious bucket of rage. succulent ice cream bag of joy. Mm. I'm kind of hoping. I think it's going to be a good one. You think so? Yeah. This one. Hey, this I'm one, reaching this my even, hand this in. This won't even be a rage. This will be. This good. is gonna be. Think so? Yeah. It's gonna I, be. I think I'm gonna enjoy this. Murray's one. found a pre-release copy of Maverick, Top go. Gun Two. There you go. Which the Why commercial made me want to carve my. Like a year ago? Oh, What's going on with that? This one's gonna be. Uh, I, this this might actually make the first Mondo on our uh, on our de- dare list. Because no, I, I've given out a Mondo before. What are you talking have about? Have you on the on the dare list? Yes. I don't know. Was that true? That is true. Huh. Dick, Dick Tracy was Mondo. Nah, it wasn't. But anyway. No, it was. <coughs> it um, was so good. So this, let me tell you who's in this movie, just so you know. And I think there was another the one. The greatness too, that potentially is this movie. Yes. It's got my favorite subtitled American actor, Tommy Lee Jones. 
Yeah. It's got Christina Millian. It's got Kelly Garner. She's still acting. It's got Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, why? It's just, not? there's so many great actors in this. No. We are seeing Man, Man of, of the House. Oh, no. Isn't that like Chevy Chase? No. Uh, no, I don't see him in no, it. No, it is not. It's, Allen? it's no, it's no, Tommy it's Lee Tommy Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, he's the man of the house. He's, oh, I thought it was a comedian. <clears throat> was in. Yeah, it's Tommy Lee Jones, and he's not funny. Of course, he's not funny. <laughs> and I'll have to I'll have to use subtitles to, to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm certain of it. Uh, so we will be watching Anne, Man of the House, people. Ann Archer's in it. There you go. There's a breath of fresh air. I like Ann Archer. Who doesn't? All right. Well, that uh, that was a deliciously fun-filled episode of Rage this week, and there was some Mondo. It was a it was a well-balanced episode, I would say. It's like um, Wheaties for for your mind. <laughs> Wheaties for your mind. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Then. All right. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Some super super Rage love to our members, Julene from It Goes Down the PM. Thanks, my friend. Uh, and everybody go listen to her podcast James and Philip for their continued financial and moral support thanks to extended film reach crew of Leonard Conlon Bex Goose Tony and Nat for their artistic contributions to our show you can find their homes on our show notes thanks to our sponsors Canyon Metal Cinemas please go and support your local independent cinemas near you as they desperately need your money and extra jumbo sized popcorn purchases to be able to keep their doors open. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FilmRageYYC. Follow us on Audea, A-U-D-E-A dot I-O, and search FilmRageYYC for bite-sized film reviews. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRage.com, FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site. And right now, everything's on sale on TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see a terrible movies to feel a rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Just please, please do it. That's it for this week. Rage on. Uh, rage, rage on. on. <laughs> <laughs>